Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Shelton. Today, I'm talking with Ted Evers. Ted is the CEO and co-founder of TripTuner.com. TripTuner is an app that really helps you fine-tune travel destinations that are perfect for you. Really cool website. We get into talking about how travel is changing, personalization of marketing, and how essential it is to listen to customers and let them know that they are heard and show that through your product and your company. So cool conversation. Definitely stick around for this one, especially if you're in the travel industry. But before we hop in, as always, this show is brought to you by Cave Social. Cave Social is a marketing agency based out of Los Angeles that helps companies grow. So if you're feeling stuck, you can't grow, you're, you're spinning on that hamster wheel, head over to cavesocial.com, hit that contact us, reach out, get a free consultation. They'll be glad to help you out. All right, that's it. Sit back, relax. Let's get into this episode. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the show. Today, I got Ted Evers with me. Ted, how you doing? I'm doing well, Jordan. Thank you. Thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate you making the time. You are the CEO and founder of TripTuner. So talk to me first, what's TripTuner? And then two, walk me through your journey into the startup world and what brought you to TripTuner. Sure. Well, well thanks for the opportunity. Really appreciate it. TripTuner is a travel discovery engine. It's really a quick way to find destinations that are in tune with your tastes. And if you look at it, it's quite visual. It relies uh, or utilizes a stereo equalizer type design. So you adjust some sliders and you say, I want something relaxing or active, something urban or remote. Maybe I like beaches versus mountains. And then as soon as you adjust them, you immediately see matching destinations and you get a percentage match that corresponds with your preferences. So really what I'm trying to solve there is finding places to go without having to do a lot of research. And it actually emanated from a trip around the world I took 20 years ago or so, and trying to look for different places to go without wanting to do a lot of the research. I had the luxury of time, but this was uh, the output of that. Very cool. So that sparked that idea. Now, walk me through really the growth of TripTuner. And okay, you launch. How did you go about getting that first customer on board? Great question. That's always the, the biggest thing. Well, I should back up a little bit. The advantage I had was that I had spent a number of years in online travel. So working for companies like Travelocity, a company called eDreams in Spain and Barcelona, but really, and then also had the experience as a hardcore traveler. So I had a corporate sales job way back when and went into my boss and just said, hey, look, I quit. I'm going to go travel around the world for a year. That gave me the travel bug. It gave me the inspiration for TripTuner, but also really helped me approach things from a traveler's perspective. So what I wanted to do with TripTuner is create something that was totally different that wasn't out there. And to do so, you had to really kind of build it. And also knowing, and I bootstrapped it as well, really because I didn't want to take money for something I wasn't sure was going to work or not. And getting the first customer was uh, really quite difficult. Our, the big break that we had was we get, we got some earned media. We had a mention in the New York Times as one of the best uh, websites to check out. So that was very fortunately gave us a lot of traffic and people helping to validate the concept. Because as you know, when you build something for the first, first time, you don't have any traffic 
And you you need that data in order to determine whether or not it's working. And in, in the absence of that, you have to rely on your gut or what other people are saying or qualitative data. But fortunately, we, we got that mention and that gave us the traffic to really get things going. Very cool. And now, you know, you got it going. I guess, how are you telling the story of travel, you know, right now? So one thing, even just going on your website, it's highly personalized, the experience, right? Once I do the tuner. Absolutely. It's a highly personalized experience. Now, obviously, COVID has thrown things for a loop. Has that caused, well, I mean, it's obviously caused challenges, but has that shifted the way that you are marketing or telling the stories about travel at all? It's shifted in the sense that it's helped us. We, we highlighted certain things, right? So I think one of the most important things that makes TripTuna relevant now during COVID is the fact that we are personalized and it's all about what the user is feeling, what their mood is right now. The situation in travel right now obviously is, is dire for travel companies. Things are starting to, to pick up a little bit, but still very much behind where it was at pre-COVID levels and for understandable reasons. And we do need to be safe about what we're doing, but there are situations where someone might be uh, a little bit more bold versus cautious. So it depends on your kind of individual profile and, and take on things. But then also what type of experience you want. So whereas in the past, you might want to go to a larger, more crowded destination. Now people are looking for more remote, off the beaten path places. And that's the duality or that's the nuance that we've captured from day one. So I think I like to say in a lot of senses, and this could be a whole other subject that our company was really built and made for this type of crisis. But when we're looking at that kind of hyper-personalization or that really intimate preference that you can't necessarily know from your previous trips or your previous actions, because all of that's been thrown out the window with COVID because it's a changing situation and unprecedented for our lifetimes. So by enabling people to be in control of their preferences is very powerful, and particularly at this time, I think. And you'll see a lot I was going to talk about this a little bit later about what we're going to be doing next, but we really want to create a way where people can kind of see where they can go now based on their safety preferences, what country there are, what travel restrictions there are, et cetera, and do it in a cohesive, fun, visual way that's also informative. Yeah. And I think that's a, a powerful you know, adjustment there is because people are looking at, okay, where where is you know where is okay to travel slash where will be okay to travel in the coming months? So very, very cool. Now I look at your bio and you obviously passionate about basketball. It looks like it took you, you know, around the world. And we talked a little bit before the show and you're playing in Germany. What do you think you learned or was most valuable that you took away from the court that's helped you with your business life? Uh, number one, resilience. So, you know, there's the prototypical, you know, athlete profile for business and dealing with the ups and downs, but it's very real. And I, I don't, uh, my wife's an artist and I've got an artistic side and there's, you know, in society, we have a duality between sometimes artists and, and athletics, but I really think people who play athletics, whether it's a team or an individual sport to experience those highs and lows and to be able to be at an incredibly low point and yet still persist to still play hard, even though you might be down when you, you might definitely lose the game. Those are character defining moments and how you react in those situations is telling of who you are as a person. And from a business perspective, I mean, everybody's facing incredibly challenging times right now, including our companies, no different, particularly in travel, but, but elsewhere, restaurants, for example. And when you don't have anything to really go on, you're left with yourself and you're left with your belief in what you're doing. 
And I think sports really helps teach that belief in yourself, even when things are going down, are you going to still be willing to make that effort to, to help get a victory or even just to help reaffirm who you are as a person and what you believe in? 100%. And from my own experience, I found too, that when it's never getting too low, never getting too high, even when it seems like there's all the wins and the are, are happening to be like, okay, to maintain that calm and steady, you know, presence. I even saw, I watched the, the last dance documentary and you see Larry Bird and he's the coach of the Pacers and they hit some, you know, Reggie Miller hits a great shot and everybody in the stadium is freaking out except Larry Bird, who is ice cold in his veins because he knows that the Bulls still have one more shot. Yep. And I think that that little moment speaks to uh, being an elite performer is where there's 25,000 people losing their head. And this one guy is, you know, still locked in because he's been there before. Now, you know, you've built this, obviously it's a trying time, but you're making the adjustments. Talk to me about how you keep a growth mindset mindset instilled in yourself and your team. Well, I, I think it starts obviously pre-COVID, but I think what's really critical is focusing on a few critical KPIs or objectives, and then obviously measuring the progress against it. Uh, I think that's also even more important in today's environment where you have a virtual distributed office environment. We fortunately have benefited from this work from home scenario because we've been 100% virtual from the start. And I've always believed in, I've always worked actually remotely from back in my sales days to my days at Travelocity. And I think that you know, for me particularly, I think I'm more productive because I'm, I'm, I'm usually either traveling or at home. But by having that clear communication on what the objective is, no matter if it's a product, whether obviously a sales is an easy validation, but I think for starters or for people starting businesses, you can focus on too many things and finding that core objective and what your North Star is, is critical. And with, as I'd mentioned before, when there's no traffic, it's kind of hard to do. You need to be able to tap into your experience instincts and some qualitative metrics. So you have to find something uh, to guide you because, for example, with travel right now, there's no business. What does success look like right now? How are you preparing for how the situation is changing, how travelers are changing. So success now might be finding ways of listening, quote unquote, to see, hear what customers and what types of experiences are looking for. And we know that they're changing. And as though, even though it's hard to think about growth right now, when everything seems to be stopped in terms of travel, we need to find opportunity. And you know, the saying of when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade, we need to make lemonade. We need to look for opportunities within this crisis and see what they are. There, there always are opportunities, but they can be very hard to see. And I think having a growth mindset, and I've written about this before, actually, at the beginning of the, the pandemic was there, you know, a lot of a lot of companies immediately just think of cost cutting, but you have to think of, the, you have to have a longer term growth minded view to say, wait, are we going to critically impact our business in a negative way by cutting? Where should we, you know, what what's what's our bone? What can we not cut? to maintain the core essence of our business and to maintain that growth mindset. Yeah, I think it was a knee-jerk reaction from a lot of companies to go in and be like, all right, we need to just, yeah, exactly, start cost-cutting and not really as strategic as it, it as it should have been, um, nor with an emphasis on the long-term and, and really seeing the long-term effects. I think we're, you know, successful brands that come out the other side of this will have done those measures, but very, very important. And that, you know, from for the listeners, even if wherever you are in the world, COVID is settling down, like there will be a next thing, whether it's worldwide or for your own business, you know, where you're forced with decisions. So always thinking about how that cost cutting affects you not only a week from now, but, you know, a year, five, 10 years from now. 
Now, Ted, I got a, a quote from you that I just want to break down a little bit <laughs> and see how it applies to, or you really, if you think the same thing resonates with, with your business, but you have a quote where it says just people who seek to listen will be heard. I took that from one of your posts on marketing 101 and being a real human. Now, how has that impacted your company? Has your company went out to really try to listen to consumers? Wow, that's great. Thank you for reading that. First of all, that piece was really something that resonated with me. And I think that it's, again, I feel like we're well prepared because listening to customers is built into the design of the product. And that's really what I wanted to do was create a way where people could convey where you could almost have a conversation without talking, which may sound appealing to some people. But um, <laughs> so so in other words, I mean, the typical travel website you go to, just think if, if it was like a salesperson, they say, okay, where are you going? When are you going? How many are you going? How old are your children? I mean, just think of those, per they, they would kind of seem out of place, right? And what I wanted to create was something to say, like you and I are sitting down having a conversation. You know what? I feel like just going someplace and, and chilling out. Okay, we have a relaxing active slider for that. And you know, someone might say, I've got friends that live in Florida. They always go to the mountains, right? Whereas people in the Northeast, they want to go to the beach necessarily. So are you more of a beach or a mountain person? Do you want to be where things are at? Or do you want to, particularly in this time, be more remote and away from people? So we have this urban remote slider. So we built that listening into the very design of the product. So it doesn't necessarily have to be literal. Obviously, there's a, a number of ways of listening to your customers. But the point of that particular piece, if I may reference it, was that I received an email from a hotel that I stayed at once. And they were asking me a simple subject line said, how are you doing? They were just asking me something relating on a human level and demonstrating what I what I also like to talk about a lot, which is customer empathy. And, and that is listening. It's, it's trying to meet people where they are, understanding where they are, and it's not just a question about features and pricing. It's saying this resonates with me. And I think that is the, that's the, the, um, the golden goose. Or that's, that's, that's what we all try to aspire to in, in marketing right now and for, for any brand in any industry. 100%. And, you know, as much as marketing automation is taking into place, I look at automation as a complement to authenticity and that you can't replace it. That No, you can't. Artificial intelligence can't replace authenticity because that's where you see the things like the empathetic messages come through that, hey, I actually want to know how my customer base is doing because I relate to them. And we're all on this planet at the same time. And it's such a basic you know, principle, but when it's articulated correctly and done so in a non-salesy way where it's shown with genuine care, it's going to only endear you further to that brand. Very, very cool to hear. Now, Ted, before I let you go, tell people where they can learn more about TripTuner and where they can connect with you online. So we're on all social media channels at TripTuner, T-R-I-P-T-U-N-E-R. -E and I personally am on those channels as well at, at, at Ted Evers with two Ds, T-E-D-D-E-V-E-R-S. And uh, encourage you to check out TripTuner.com to find your next place. And as I mentioned, we will be adding some features that will bring more sort of relevant and timely information so that you can figure out where to go right now based on how you're feeling in this moment. Beautiful. Thanks again for coming on the show, Ted. Absolutely. Thank you, Jordan. All right, everybody. That's it for the episode. I will have those links that Ted mentioned in the show notes page. So go ahead to the bottom of your podcast app, hit that link, and you'll be able to access all of those. Also, if you're feeling kind, please hit like, share, subscribe. I'm Jordan Shelton, your host, and I'll catch you next time. Um.